Uh, going to continue our conversation here about the decision from Bank of Canada this morning, as expected, leaving the benchmark interest rate unchanged at 5%. Um, however, they are saying, for now, there is a possibility, there is a chance that we will see interest rates going up again because they say progress towards price stability is low and inflationary risks have increased they are prepared to make additional hikes if needed. So keep that in mind. Doesn't sound like the end is in sight. Now, we talk so much about inflation and how inflation drives interest rates, and they do. You heard from Nathan Jansen of RBC saying that is the primary sole mandate, really, of Bank of Canada. But inflation isn't the only factor that goes into what the Bank of Canada tries to do. If it were that easy, right? I mean, you and I could do it. There's a bunch of other things that they've got to look at. And one of them that's complicating factors quite a bit, actually, is wage growth. We're going to find out why. We're going to speak with Charles St. Arnaud, who is Chief Economist with uh, Alberta Central. Charles, thank you for being here. appreciate your time. Good morning, Shay. Um, Bank's decision to hold the line for the October meeting, not a surprise, right? That's what you were expecting to see? Yeah, that was widely expected. Like we could see the economy is slowing. There's still concern about inflation, but I think like at five percent, we haven't seen yet the full impact of those increases. So it's worth prudent for the Bank of Canada to take a pause and kind of have a better view when it comes to the next decision in December. Yeah, I mean, like we've seen such a ramp up so quickly, five percent in essentially a year and a half. What do you think? Um, how long would it take for that kind of an increase of 5%, basically from 0 to 5% in a year and a half? How long do you think that would take to sort of trickle its way through the system and we can say, okay, here's the final outcome of this? Yeah, well, I did some study on that. And one thing that it's important to keep in mind, it's not necessarily just the level of interest rate that matters. It's also kind of its level compared to what would be what we call in economic terms the neutral uh, level of interest rate. So the interest rate that would be to keep everything in balance, inflation will be in target, and and so on. So, and that level in Canada is about three twenty five, three fifty. So, it's once you pass that that uh, uh, that threshold that then monetary policy becomes even more restrictive and starts to have a more negative impact on growth. We pass that point. Uh, late 2023, and usually by historical standards, if we look at all the recession in Canada since 1960, uh, that usually takes about five to seven quarter before we start to see the economy, like the full impact of interest rates happening and starting to see uh, a potential downturn in the economy. So that brings us roughly to first half of 2024 when we'll see the full impact of those uh, rate hikes. Oh, gotcha. Okay, all right. So not that far off. Um, Even prior to the announcement today, uh, earlier this week, you wrote a piece um, in the Globe and Mail warning that more hikes are a possibility, just like the bank said. Not necessarily because of inflation. You zeroed in on wage growth. We haven't talked about a lot, but it's really moved into what could be seen as dangerous territory, right? It's really outpacing inflation at this point in time. I think we need to distinguish two parts of the wage growth. So one is there will be normal wage growth. It's normal for workers to ask to be compensated for the loss in purchasing power that they've had over the past few years because of high inflation. The Bank of Canada understand that. The concern they have is that if the increase is too fast, too rapid, and not supported by productivity gain, and it becomes to be uh, too much, then the problem is that we're in a context where uh, firms in Canada are have been passing higher costs more rapidly in a, and, and also in, in a bigger fashion than in the past. So the concern 
from that wage growth part is that it increased the, the operating costs for businesses and those costs get passed to consumers that push inflation uh, or support inflation. Then workers ask for for other compensation too because inflation is was higher than they expected, and that kind of generates kind of an inflationary spiral. Doesn't mean that inflation yeah. will start rising. It's just that it won't decline as much as we want. So it will be harder for the Bank of Canada to come back or to bring back inflation to target, and that would require more intervention on their side. That cycle that you talk about, walk us through that, because you can see how it works and how it can really lead to the spiral, as you mentioned. I mean, it's very concerning, right? If we see wage growth going up, that just drives up prices, which drives wage. You can see how that cycle gets started. Yeah, and that's that, and that's really what we're starting to see. And, it, and, and in some ways, higher inflation environment also provide a change in behavior. Okay, it's much easier for a consumer to accept a 5% increase in, in their, uh, in prices from their local coffee shop when inflation is 5% than when it's 2%. So it's easier for businesses to pass higher input costs to, uh, to consumer. Yeah. I, it doesn't mean that they're, like, I, I want to be careful because there's always that, that view out there that, oh, businesses are gouging uh, on consumer. That's not what's going on. It's that they're just faster to pass higher costs to keep their profit margins constant. So yeah. they're just keeping their how, many, how much profit they do per, per, per sale. So, so how do you break that cycle? Is there something that needs to be done uh, to intervene? I know you've got a couple of ideas as what needs to happen, right? Well, the idea number one, which kind of the it's kind of a least painful or we spread the pain on a longer period is that we kind of need to, yes, we see that wage needs to increase, but it's probably trying to extend the period on which the wage adjustment is, is, is being done. So instead of doing wage increase of 5% every year, like right now this year, maybe doing only 3% this year, another 3% next year and the year after to kind of spread the uh, gain or the, 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 to gain the, law, the, 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 the ground that has been lost in purchasing power on a longer period, that will kind of prevent too much of an increase in, in, in uh, input cost. If that doesn't happen, then the Bank of Canada just needs to go to, unfortunately, the only will, uh, will book they have is increasing interest rate, forcing the economy to slow in more, create more slack on the labor market that would remove those uh, wage pressures. All right. So the anticipation, the forecast, Charles, I know it's impossible because there's so many different things are going, but what do you expect when it comes to interest rates? Bank of Canada leaving the door open, they could go up. I mean, what are you thinking as we map out the last couple of months of the year, November, December, are we safe till 2024? I think the Bank of Canada is done. But caveat being inflation needs to start to show moderation. We need to start to see some moderation in wage. And but like I said, as we start to see further slowdown in the economy and probably a, a slight increase in unemployment uh, or a bigger in- increase in unemployment starting in, in early 2024, there will be less of less pressure on the Bank of Canada to uh, to increase rates. So I think if if they go, it's either December or maybe January. Those are probably the the first window of opportunity. Then. I think we'll start to see more of that weakness and it will be less possible for them to do. But again, it depends on is inflation starting to continue to, or is it continuing to trend lower? And are we starting to see those wage pressure ease slightly and remove some of that concern for the Bank of Canada? 
Excellent. Okay, Charles, thank you so much for your insight and your analysis. I appreciate you being here.